Hi and welcome to show number 11 of Key to Happiness with me, Rob Saunders. I've got Martina Schlariova coming on the show today. She's an author and uh, she knows everything keto and more up-to-date news with uh, Martina. She was on a program called Save Money, Lose Weight on the UK's ITV channel and uh, her diet and her diet book and keto came out top for weight loss and also top for value for money. Anyway, keto happiness, as you know, is for educational purposes only. Um, If you're embarking on a new lifestyle, health plan, diet, anything like that, go see your doctor, healthcare professional or health practitioner. And uh, check out our Facebook page, Websites are coming very soon, and I'll be back very, very shortly with the wonderful Martina. And we're joined today with with uh, Martina Slariova, and Martina is a health and food blogger living in the UK. She holds a degree in economics and, and worked in auditing, but has always been passionate about nutrition and healthy living. Martina changed her, the way she ate in 2011 when she was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, an autoimmune disease that affects the thyroid. She had no energy and found it more and more difficult to maintain a healthy weight. She decided to quit sugar, grains and processed food and started following a whole food-based ketogenic approach to food. Martina loves food, science, photography, and creating new recipes. She's a firm believer in low-carb living and regular exercise. As a science geek, she bases her views on valid research. We like research on keto happiness. And has first-hand experience of what it means to be on low-carb diet. Both reflected in her blog, in her keto diet apps, and her five cookbooks which uh, before I um, found out about Martina, I didn't realise that I'd bought four of her books already. Um, Martina's mission is to help people reach their goals, whether it be their dream weight or simply eating healthy food. You can even um, find even more low-carb recipes, diet plans and information um, about the keto diet on her blog. Now, I will post all the links on the um, the podcast episode, um, but just a and, and also I'll mention them at the end of the podcast. But welcome, Martina. Hi, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's an absolute pleasure, and um, it, it's it's the best of both worlds because of your um, your journey. And on the other side, the the food, and we've we've had a few um, guests who've got who've we've had on that have had their favourite recipes and how they like. But um, you're the first person I've had that's um, uh, written cookbooks. But also at, at the beginning, of every book that you do, it explains what the ketogenic uh, diet or the way of eating is, uh, the 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 benefits, and also um, it's a easy way of of of. Um, getting into the lifestyle yeah uh, I mean my, my journey started many many years ago and this was a long time before I wrote any cookbooks or before I even started the blog okay uh, or created an app uh, because in my case I actually started following a low-carb diet because I was diagnosed with um, Hashimoto's And back then I I did the usual thing. I went to my doctor and I was prescribed levothyroxine, which is basically a T4, synthetic T4, uh, the hormone that I was missing and the hormone that needs to be converted to T3 uh, so that the body can use it. Um, So I was, for a start, I was prescribed 50 micrograms and I still didn't see any any changes because I still felt tired. I started putting on weight. And, you know, what I thought is, oh, this must be my fault. You know, maybe I started a new job and sure. I, I just eat more. I exercise less. So I, I started working out more. And I thought, you know, this is going to help. And it must be somehow related to my fatigue issues as well. Sure. So um, I just started working out every single day, or I would say at least five times a week, and it made zero difference. 
Yeah. Zero difference to my weight loss. I actually gained weight when I started <laughs> working out because um, I did mostly cardio, which made me really hungry, and I just ended up eating more, and I ended up eating late at night. Yeah, sure. And I just thought it was all about my willpower. So I went back to my doctor, and he gave me a hundred micrograms. So he he increased the dosage. Wow. And I thought now it's going to be perfect, and I'm just going to <laughs> feel perfect because the dosage wasn't wasn't tried before. Yeah. But guess what? Nothing changed. Nothing. I knew. Um, I still experienced all the symptoms, and my my doctor probably thought I was making it up because the tests were fine. The tests showed I have all the hormones I need, and I shouldn't be experiencing any symptoms. Okay. But I was experiencing them, and I knew there was something wrong. Okay. And that's when I started reading on my own, trying to find out, is there another way? Is there anything I can do? And that's how I learned about low-carb basically. So um, it, it was all through uh, a health journey that I was, uh, oh, wow, yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I suppose at the time in 2011, um, low carb and keto and things like that, they, they were one hardly known, but even the, the re, there may be research out there, but the, it was probably really scientific rather than you know, everyday language type of thing. How, how did you, do you uh, overcome that challenge? Um, so the first ever time, time ever I learned about uh, low carb and keto, it was actually from my friend who uh, has been celiac uh, for many years. Yeah. And he just heard this podcast. I cannot remember now what it was because it was many years ago. Yeah. But that was the first mention. And then I thought, let's find out more about this because they mentioned autoimmune diseases and maybe I should be going off gluten. Um, so that was the first step. I actually went paleo uh, for a start. Yeah. So I, I still kept eating uh, foods like honey and I didn't really go completely low carb, but I was trying to make my diet healthier. Sure. And that actually started making a difference because I started feeling better. I woke up and I had energy which was something I I didn't expect. So I thought there is something to it. I still couldn't lose the extra pounds. I gained about eight pounds. Uh, so it wasn't a lot, but I, I could feel it because I'm quite yeah. short. So, okay. um, and um, that's how I realized that, okay, I have to, apart from avoiding gluten and uh, grains and soy, uh, maybe I should try something else and go down with the carbs and that's when it made a real difference because that's when I started losing the pounds and yeah. it, it took just a few weeks to get back to where I used to be and I was just so happy and it wasn't the weight loss, it was everything, it was the energy, uh, the brain fog that I used to have and then suddenly it just went away so it was perfect. Yeah, I had a similar similar sort sort of experience. Um, it's it's been a year now since my sort of a journey, um, but you're right. The brain fog, the um, yet with um, loss of weight, the way you feel, the the good amount of sleep you get, you get all those benefits. But again, I I think that um, people like yourselves, and also I listen a lot to Jimmy Moore. I've read his book, things like that. But his wife Christine is was also was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, and oh. and she goes into depth. They've got a new book called Real Food Keto out. Uh, it's quite scientific, um, but it does explain. Um, it's not all Jimmy um, doing his um, uh, uh, trademark rants and things like that. It's him doing proper science. There's some great recipes in there, but it's it's Christine's journey um, because she she is sort of on the opposite side where she had to gain weight, but she was diagnosed with yeah. Hashimoto's as well. And again, it's all down to um, what I read. Anything autoimmune, inflammatory, it, it all all comes to the surface. And um, we've got the people like likes of you to thank because you're really. Um, doing your own medical trials and um and y people see the difference uh whereas yeah. uh your doctor probably no fault of their own was no no i wouldn't blame the doctors no it's, they they because they they were doing what they do they right you you've you've got a low 
tea, whatever it is. Um, let's give you some tablets yeah. to do that. Um, but after when you did um, start seeing positive results in terms of health, weight loss, and and you know mindfulness, um, did you go back to the doctor and did he? Uh, men- so this is the interesting thing. I didn't know before. So I knew it was an autoimmune disease. Yeah. But I didn't really know what to look for, what kind of tests I should be asking for. And they didn't didn't really do the anti-body uh, test okay. again. Yeah. Uh, when Every time I went for a checkup, they would just check my T4, T3. Um, and, you know, they would do the usual test, but they wouldn't do the details test of the antibodies. And I know when I went for the first time, these numbers were at something like 900. It was really high. Some people have even more than that, but wow. I thought it was it was quite high. And then when I went, uh, I think it was in 2015 or 2016, they were at 63. And basically the normal uh, level um, is considered to be 0 to 35. <sighs> so yeah. it wasn't so bad. It was almost normal. Uh, right now, I'm still not where I'm where I would like to be because I'm still between the uh, 60 and about 120, it kind of fluctuates. Yeah. So I, I think there is something else, possibly dairy, uh, that could make a difference. So sure. at some point, uh, when I when I stop writing books, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll also try to go dairy-free uh, and see if that makes any difference. But it doesn't necessarily have to be dairy. And there is a good book about this that would go into detail and look at other foods like nightshades, eggs, uh, and it's uh, it's about Hashimoto's thyroiditis. It's uh, from uh, Isabella Wentz, if anyone wants to check out. Uh, Because this book has been amazing and I used it, uh, I basically got it uh, in 2013, I think, and since then it has it has really helped a lot because I understood many things uh, about uh, Hashimoto's that I didn't know about before. Yeah. And it has to do with food and toxins and uh, environment, everything, pollutants. Yeah. Do, uh, do you uh, include these sorts of things in your books as well? You know, specific um, uh, conditions like Hashimoto's or, or thyroidism and things like that. Because um, the listeners will be interested to think when when they do get the book you you do do a step-by-step to starting but you do a pros and cons because um when i started um i've just re- i read just uh, half an hour just before you came on uh, about digestion and i certainly went through those uh, digestion both both ways yeah 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 i know what you mean i've been there too and yeah. uh, there are certain foods i i cannot eat and it's really different for individuals yeah. Uh, because what my my partner doesn't have the same issues, and I don't have the same issues he has. So yeah. sometimes we have to compromise on food, but uh, in general we we eat the same uh, same meals. We're, and he's not very picky. So yeah, we're exactly so, the same. We're, 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 my wife Sean, she started she she started before me, but ne- never got the dramatic sort of loss of weight. She's got all the other benefits, but um, over the last month or so you can see it coming off and and it's um even down all she's done is stop the the full fat greek yogurt in the morning and and changed uh, we have nuts and berries and we just changed it to some coconut milk with double cream with still the nuts and berries and within a month she, she must have lost nearly a stone um, you know, it could be the insulin spikes because yep. yogurt can actually cause uh, more uh, significant insulin spikes than uh, okay. other types of protein. Right, so okay. uh, it, it could be that. Yeah. And yeah. it could be that it wasn't something for her. I, I don't have any issues with full fat yogurt, uh, but I cannot eat too much cheese because I instantly feel like I have mucus and. Sure. Uh, yeah. Just I don't think I'm completely hundred percent tolerant, so yeah. I try to limit my cheese intake. And I don't know if it's an old wives' tale, but Sean does have nightmares if she eats cheese too late at night as well. So it must you be. You've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's usually usually alcohol with me, but um, no, she. It, you know, if if she has cheese after sort of nine o'clock, 
just as a you know bit of a, a snack guaranteed she's going to be up having nightmares you know oh, so, wow. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a strong indication of something <laughs> i know yeah now back back to the listeners what i try and encourage people people who are new to keto um for my um any of my guests to come on and and do their top tips to starting off and you've got Obviously, go and, and get Martina's um, books, and she's got a, a go-to and a beginner's um, keto diet cookbook. There's another one which we'll we'll talk about later on that featured on on an ITV program. But um, would you would how would you advise? Say if I was uh, came came to you or mentioned if if I was a friend of yours and said, "Goodness me, you've lost weight. You seem so happy." X Y Z, which people you know ask other other keto um sort of flag flyers um how would how would you explain an easy way of sort of um subtly going into the way of eating um you know i think the best example is my parents uh because they cannot follow any diet plans mm-hmm. and in my father's case it's still a struggle but my mom uh she kind of adapted a low carb lifestyle but not completely uh, so she's been suffering with uh, acid reflux uh, for probably about 25, 30 years. Sure. And she has been on medication, PPIs, yeah. which are actually linked to many uh, health issues that when I found out she has been taking them every single day for the last 20 <laughs> years, I thought, no, she has to go low carb. Yeah. So I, I managed to convince her to at least stop eating bread um, and if she wants to eat some grains, then at least gluten-free, because even that makes a difference. Although yeah. it's not brilliant. Um, so I think I think it's it's about keeping it simple. It's about explaining. Look, you you just have to avoid all those sides, uh, yeah. convenience foods. You just have to avoid all. Uh, you know, you know, everyone knows that it's 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 about not eating uh, fast foods like fries and. And the hamburgers, yeah. although you can have a burger without a bun, and it's yeah, kind sure. of okay. Um, but other things are, you know, rice, potatoes, uh, anything you eat with your meat, replace it with vegetables. Yeah. Any vegetables, even if it's carrots for a start, it doesn't matter. It's still better. It's still vegetable, and it's still, it's still got all that um, goodness in it. You know, it, it, um, I'm, I'm one if your body will sort of tell you that, yeah, yeah. I like this, you know, and. Um, um, if you can sort of be sort of baby steps into it, by all yeah. by all means, it's definitely good to read something on it. Uh, but if I was to tell them, you know, uh, just keep it simple. Avoid all the sides. Replace them with vegetables. Don't eat any bread. Avoid anything with added sugar. Don't eat any fruits. Um, and just eat eggs, avocados, uh, any meat, fish, yeah. uh, cheese, cream, butter. Uh, don't be afraid of butter. Well, butter is, is king. <laughs> and use lots and lots of olive oil. Yeah. Um, so, and one more thing actually that is really important because I struggled with, uh, with it myself is uh, take a supplement, uh, magnesium, or eat foods rich in electrolytes yeah. because keto flu is real and it can be really awful and it can take a few days and you'll experience everything from headaches fatigue um and muscle cramps all this and it's not nice so definitely don't be afraid of using salt uh drink bone broth uh eat fatty fish pork uh avocados greens nuts and seeds all this is going to help yeah and uh, somebody i i do take uh the odd uh, I take quite a few supplements, but all those good, healthy, fresh foods has got most of the things that you need in. Yeah. I did find that I did need um, sort of salt or magnesium, um, so I just take um, uh, an electrolyte um, capsule from Amazon, and I take yeah. those. I take those at night as well. Um, it's just it's a habit. I take. Yeah, yeah I, t- I take take that with a pro or prebiotic at night. It's just something. That again, Michael Mosley did a, a study on it, and it just help it helps me sleep. Uh, but yeah. also, I've I've got of all things, I've got a magnesium spray um, for my carbs because I'm doing a little bit of running at the moment. And um, when it gets, you know, th- I tried that. 
and I don't know, it just doesn't agree with me. Yeah. Uh, I still have it. I tried it once, and it just makes my skin really, really itchy. You're right. Um, You're right there, and it's it's it is like putting um <laughs> it's like putting vegetable oil on your on on the back yeah. of your legs. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's going to be some sort of powdery spray because magnesium. You think, oh yeah, well, the tablets are take. No, it is an oil. So, but it it has helped in a way. But um, I've just got it there as an emergency if I if I get a cramp in the middle of a run or anything like that. But touch wood, um, it's um, I, I don't really need it because of, of all the other good stuff that yeah. uh, I'm running on. So I just find that magnesium is is uh, generally uh, a little bit of an issue. Even when I really try and include foods high in magnesium, I always end up being at something like. 60 70 percent uh, of my daily uh, needs yeah. and uh so i do take it almost every day okay uh, i guess it also depends on your carb intake uh because if it's a little bit higher then you may be able to get uh more magnesium and because sure. the foods that are high in magnesium are usually higher in carbs or it could be higher in protein and you don't want to get too much, too protein. much protein either yeah, that's so that's right yeah and um, what's your um, view on um, counting the micro uh, micro micro macronutrients so i think um, i think it really helps if you are completely new to uh, any diet yeah uh, because i think what i take for granted when i think okay carrot has more carbs than um, uh, cauliflower yeah um, I know that and I think it's clear, it's it's common sense, but it's actually not. If you're new to this, you won't know that. That's and right. I think it's really easy to go over your carbs. I wouldn't worry too much about the other micronutri uh, macronutrients sure. uh, because uh, protein and fat, you kind of eat to satiety. So th the great thing about keto is that you stop eating when you're when you're not hungry anymore, and okay. you you can you can uh, you can actually control your appetite really well with that. Uh, it doesn't always work like that. Some people really have to watch their calories too, especially if they are close to their target weight. Sure. But when they start, protein and fat are not usually an issue because they just naturally eat less and they eat the right amount of protein. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I think is important to keep track of at the beginning always is carbs yeah because i so, think that i think that's where um <clears throat> although it has improved the old atkins diet um started started to introduce carbs after a certain amount of time and that's when people started to put the weight back on and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh but uh yeah i say I think, I think there's um so i i don't always uh follow a diet meaning really really low in carbs I would sometimes eat more carbs than usual um, so it would be anywhere between 20 grams of net carbs to let's say 35 yeah uh, I don't really count uh, my uh, carbs or macros every day because I, I do get a good idea of uh, what I'm eating right now yeah, and I'm I'm in a maintenance mode, so I, I'm not so so careful about uh, about calories or carbs. Mm. I think when you um, when you're in a mindset um, after you've you've done the the counter, I, I did it, and I, I'm um, I sort of don't count anymore because I've sort I've got a learned response to think. Yet, yeah, like you said, the 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 cauliflower's got less than the carrots, yeah. or you know, I can have that salad because you know there's not that many tomatoes or whatever in it yeah. that type of thing um but the fact that i'm having cream with my uh, steak that just just sort of discounts it <laughs> but I, I, i'm still getting all all everything healthy <laughs> inside my body so um yeah and i also um had have had a few guests on that have started um clubs and meetups and things like that and it's good to ask people what sort of proportion of of you know food that they do eat per day per meal that type of thing um so they can get an, an idea and they're not going to to books too many times but there, there's obviously there's um 
some great apps out there, which I'll plug yours as well, <laughs> Martina as well. But you can you can count, but also you can get recipes, and even when you do the recipes, it's it's do, it's done the job for you. It's um it's it's done those um measurements uh, for you for, for for the whole whole meal or the whole day yeah. week. It it also it also depends how many uh how many meals you you have per day and uh based on that you can you can even have a bigger meal because yeah. if you eat twice a day you can have two big meals I yeah. mean I have two per day every single time I'm I'm exactly um, the same now I've um I sort of either cut out breakfast or I cut out lunch I don't yeah. I don't have any of it but I do in the office um I do have. Um, a bowl of walnuts and Brazil nuts, just just there. Just the <laughs> just there, and a bottle of water. And until you know, Ivan, it's um, it's eight o'clock in the UK here now. I, I'm not hungry yet, but I, I think I better better eat because uh, my kids are hungry. <laughs> yeah. Actually, speaking of Brazil nuts, they're really good for uh, if there are any people with Hashimoto's because okay. Brazil nuts are really high in selenium. But uh, you shouldn't eat too many of them because literally one or two nuts can provide 100% selenium, and it helps uh, to convert uh, for the conversion of T4 into T3. Okay. So if anyone has any issues with that, it's actually uh, it's actually like a supplement almost. Okay. Um, yeah. So I I personally eat a Brazil nut every day, um, or I try at least. Sometimes yeah. I forget. <laughs> Um, but it's it's uh, it's something that is really good for people with Hashimoto's. Oh, that's good. Uh, do you see in the future, um, as well as you've got your, the the keto diet based books that you've that you've written uh, in terms of cookbooks? Do you think they you you might do a, a slant or um, some sort of smaller publication just for people with thyroid issues? Um, I haven't actually considered that, but I think. Um, at some point, I, I would like to do something slightly different, uh, and maybe I'll do it just on my own, because yeah. it doesn't usually get approved. Uh, um, if you want to, if you want to suggest anything like that to a publisher, there has to be a big audience. Sure. So at yeah. some point, maybe I could do an ebook um, if if I if I get the time, because uh, it's it's actually right now I started working on another book. Okay. Uh, and What's that, all that will be simple keto, and I will try to keep it as simple as possible. Okay. And I will try to include all the recipes that I I make uh, when I'm when I'm really busy. Fewer ingredients, common foods. So I'll try to avoid all those foods that you have to order from Amazon. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's it's going to be really simple and. Um, you know, just the way you would eat uh, without having to think too much about the cooking, about the steps, about the ingredients. Oh, that's good because so. <laughs> I, I, we, we only use a couple of supermarkets around here up in North Wales. And um, I've always said on the, uh, the podcast that um, Aldi and Lidl are the, the go-to places for, for ingredients. Uh, but I have just discovered that um, Asda... The largest stores have got a lot of keto um, oh. ingredients uh, because I was looking for specifically. I know I'm being lazy. I was looking for a <laughs> cartons of egg white for a certain recipe. That oh, I'm... that's that's not being lazy at all. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, um, the number of times I end up with too many egg yolks or too many yeah. egg whites, <laughs> and I just, you know, when I have too many egg yolks, I just make hollandaise every day or uh, yeah. lemon curd. Yeah. Um, or ice cream actually is really good with that. Cool. Um, with egg whites, it's a bit tricky. The only thing I um, I can do is uh, keto bread. Sure. So. Uh, yeah, I'm using yeah. it. I've got a <laughs> um, a top secret recipe which Carl Franklin gave me, and uh, one of the main ingredients was cartons of um, egg whites with the secret ingredients. So I I was basically. Um, wasting egg yolks and then i discovered this weekend cartons and cartons in my local no, that's uh, perfect uh, of asda and um and again ranges of of fresh meat that's <laughs> locally produced you know locally sourced things like that which uh, we always fly the flags because we use our local 
sort of suppliers if we can um and uh, in the uk you you probably know martin that um we're blessed with um a lot of organic food uh, farm yeah. fed and even even the the budget price they they, they still this it's still homegrown not that m- m- much uh, processed um chemicals in them so uh, we well, are blessed it remains like that <laughs> uh, i do yeah <laughs> definitely because our friends over in the, in the states are um it is a minefield when you go to a supermarket over there. What you know, reading on the back of labels, what you can and and can't eat, and and it, not everything is labeled. So yeah, sure, it's it's, uh, it's it's a bit of a challenge for us. So I'll, I'll I digress. I let's let's get on to your new book um, oh. about the is is have you got any um, exclusives that you um, you think? Because I I ask uh, my guests. Have you got a go-to quick recipe for a snack? Have you got a go-to for a dinner party? No, so, you you're going to tell me about <laughs> six hundred recipes like that. No, but is there there one that you think oh people are going to going to like this and it and it's going to be they're going to do that once, twice, three times a week because it's easy and it's convenient and it's tasty. Yeah. So I actually make um, really easy and convenient meals most of the time because. Um, Unless I'm working on a blog recipe or a recipe for the book, uh, I don't really have time because I spend most of my time in front of my computer sure. or uh, in the kitchen. So uh, when I when I don't have time, I do these like one pot meals. So I would have imagine any vegetables uh, like spinach, chard, chopped. Yep. Then I would put tinned tomatoes, uh, a lot of uh, cumin and other spices. Yeah. Uh, maybe some chopped peppers, and I would I would put maybe a bit of chorizo, uh, sausage, uh, maybe a few eggs, and wow. it then finally I would just bake it under. I would first start it on the hob, and then I, I would finish it in the oven, and this is something that takes about twenty minutes. So right. if I really don't have time to cook, and it's really delicious, and you can you can use any spices, any herbs, and instantly. The flavor changes. Oh, it's and amazing! Almost every time I put feta uh, yeah. on top of it because yeah. my my uh, partner is Greek, and okay. even if I don't put it, he just goes <laughs> in, the, in the fridge and he tops everything with feta, including chicken soup. So oh yeah, we, we <laughs> in fact we've just discovered there's a um, a restaurant in a in a theater close to us in a in Chester, and it, it, they do Lebanese cooking. And they um, their breakfast they we have uh, shishuka. Um, oh, that's amazing! Actually, it, uh, it this this recipe that I described yeah. looks really similar and tastes really similar. That's what I think because uh-huh. we put put an egg, a, yeah. a, you know, crack yeah. an egg in oh, it while you bake amazing. it, yeah. and then the feta just adds to it. And and I don't know what they do. I've got a sneaky suspicion there is some sugar in it, but um, <laughs> you know, it's not gonna break the bank it's not the end of the world but we we make it at home now so and uh, when and we sort of oh let's add because it, it, it's a vegetarian dish but we oh let's add that chorizo um or let's add some uh, yeah. bake you know chopped bacon lard on smoked bacon things like that to it just to up the flavor and the um cumin you know what an amazing spice we oh it's amazing i use it all the time yeah we, oregano uh cumin uh, paprika, uh, my favorite spices. Yeah. And my- because I'm Czech, I also like uh, caraway seeds. Oh, um, no, we've we've never done that one. <laughs> it looks like it looks like cumin, uh, but it tastes completely different. And it's it's actually crazy because the Czech name uh, is kmin, which is very similar to cumin. Sure. So once I made a mistake and I thought, oh, that's what I need, and it tasted completely different and. Then I discovered cumin that I actually like a lot more. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Brilliant. And I'm going to come to um, a, a big scoop, really. Um, a few weeks ago here in the UK, there's a program on um, ITV, which is our independent TV channel. Um, and there is a, a, a program called Save Money, Lose Weight. And I think they went to test sort of 25 diets, I think there were. Mm-hmm. of um anything from keto to um drinking shakes to your typical weight watchersy type of 
slimming club type of things. And um, not only did the keto diet outperform all of the other diets, but it also outperformed um, all the diets in the history of the program, not just yeah. the series. Yeah. And what they used is your book as well, which was, a, I, I thought, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm starstruck. You know, it was fact. a huge surprise for yeah. me because uh, actually uh, a friend of mine who lives in Wales also, sure. she tagged me on Facebook and I, I didn't know what was happening, but basically she goes, uh, oh, your book is on ITV and they're using it in a diet. Fingers crossed it's good because <laughs> at that point we didn't know if it's going to be, uh, you know, um, good results or anything. Sure. Uh, but it was surprisingly good, and I was so happy for uh, Lorna, who yeah. was actually the uh, lady who uh, went on a keto diet, and she lost an incredible forty-one pounds in twenty-eight days. That that it's, is that is amazing. It's just, it's just amazing. I, I I'm actually planning to meet with her at some point. Wow. Um, through this friend of mine who managed to contact her. I've got a and feeling. Does Lorna live in North Wales? I I think she lives somewhere near um, that friend that lives in Wales. Oh um, okay. But um, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure where exactly. We're we're probably going to meet in Cambridge somewhere halfway Brilliant. through because we live in Essex. Oh right okay. Um, Brilliant. It's just I do recognise her, but I don't know where from because. Um, because she 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 didn't have a typical Welsh accent either, neither do I. I people say I'm from Liverpool, but I'm actually Welsh born and bred. <laughs> I live that close to Liverpool. Everybody around here talks like this. Um, but yeah, uh, but what I did notice, yet yeah, weight loss and uh, measurements were down. The difference in her face, in terms of how happy she was, oh, you yeah. know, and the reaction she got from her friends and family and things like that. I posted it and. Um, to you know the before and after now the before and after pictures don't look that different until you see the fact that she did lose that that much weight and yeah. i think she's still on that journey and she's keeping it keeping it on because she's not hungry things like that but the fact that um which book did they use um Martina? i think they used the latest um they used the latest uh, keto all day cookbook okay uh, which by the way if anyone uh, wants a proper guide this is not a guide this is a recipe book so it only has recipes there is no guide in this one sure it's basically a, a compilation of all the best recipes um, from the previous cookbooks plus I included 20 new uh, to freshen it up a little bit but if anyone wants to do the diet and doesn't know where or how to start the better book to get is actually the key to, the beginners uh, keto diet cookbook the one i published before sure. because that one has a proper guide with uh tips what in you know on what to do in the first phase how to keep going um so that that is in my opinion a better book uh for a beginner i agree and even a non-beginner because of the recipes in there as well and plus you can <laughs> yeah. go back go back to the front of it and and think oh i've got a um, bit of did Digest, um, indig uh, not indigestion, digestive problems. Um, let's have a look at what Martina said. Oh, oh, I should keep off X, Y, Z, or you know, just keep control. Make sure you drink. Make sure you're getting your fibre. That type of thing, because that's what I've been doing. I, yeah. You know, it's um, there's lots of you know things that you can th off the internet, but I, li I like a physical pick up a book or a Kindle or something like that, and I've got um, uh, I've I've got that bit of reference and because i know you're from um is it the czech republic czech republic yeah, yeah that you're from but you live in the uk and your partner's mm -hmm. british and things like that you bring uh, my partner is actually greek <laughs> oh, of course greek sorry apologies yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but you do um the way you write is in a british we we can understand it as brits as as you know, I, I, I feel like I, um, I, I, um, I, I write somewhere between uh, American and British. Sure. Uh, because uh, when, I, when we started working on the, on the app in uh, 2012, uh, and we released it in 2013, I think, uh, the beginning of the year, yeah. um, we had 
we had to include many Americans, American words. Yeah, uh, sure. Like, I didn't want to go and say, you know, uh, aubergine, because no one in the US would know what it is. Yeah. So we would use both of them. And I, I kind of ended up writing uh, both ways. So yeah. some of my words would be American, some of them would be British. Yeah. And I'm fully aware when I'm doing that. Uh, but I'm like, I I'll just... I'll just keep both of them in there. I don't blame that. That would be that's, what a, it means. that's a perfect compromise because um, I I do invest in a lot of uh, an American publications. Um, luckily, I, I know, but there, there'll be a few people out there who will. Um, they're not as obvious as as you think no. on, on certain things, but especially food. Exactly. Yeah. Zucchini. <laughs> of course, yeah, zucchini, eggplant. Yeah, um, but I'll. I'll take you back a few minutes tell us about the keto diet app uh so uh, my partner he's a software developer and he he used to develop games for uh the app store and uh for google play but yeah. mostly for the app store and uh back in 2012 when i was diagnosed uh, or 2011 when i was diagnosed with hashimoto's and then 2012 i was trying to sort out my diet and uh, how it should be, I realized how incredibly beneficial the ketogenic diet can be. And I thought, you know, right now you're not working on any new game. Maybe we should do like a recipe app. So yeah. that was the main, um, that was the original uh, intention that we would do a recipe app where I would keep all of my recipes. And to be honest, we thought of having it just as a um, personal project. Uh, so we could use it and our friends could use it. We didn't actually plan to release it on the App Store. But then over time, um, it uh, it made sense to to show this to everyone else. Yeah. So we had the recipes and then we thought we should do some kind of tracking because the apps that are on the App Store, uh, they do track calories and total carbs and protein and mm -hmm. fat, but they don't really focus on, they, they don't specify uh, in, in the diet. So they, they're not specifically for the ketogenic diet. Sure. And there are so many different ways. Yeah. And that's how we ended up with the tracking feature. So uh, we, we had the tracking, we had the recipes and since then, we, we just kept working on the app and we are adding recipes. We added a guide. Um, We're adding features all the time. It's um, That's exciting. For me, it has been um, a full-time job since the beginning. And for my partner, uh, it was, I think, 2015, 2016, uh, when he... Uh, when he uh, before that, he used to have a full-time job, so yeah. he he just fully focused on our app uh, for for the last few years, and um, it's been an amazing journey. Amazing. Uh, but there is so much more we plan to do, and we're working with so many amazing people who make it easier for us and yeah. uh, make it all possible because the project is just growing and. Um, we're really lucky to to be working with the people we are working right now. And there's a, and you're using also all forms of media from printed to digital to app um, development things like that. It's what everybody what anybody um, finds to get information from. I think you're touching all bases really, uh, which is brilliant. I'm we're trying to sign and set up the Kita Happiness podcast and uh, Sodzlo. We're web developers, and um, because we've got clients. Keto happiness is always on the back burner because of our our day jobs, but uh, you never know. Um, with uh, it, it, this may go somewhere, although I, I'm just sort of. It takes time. Yeah, uh, you know, for me, definitely for about three years, it was just a hobby. Yeah. Um, and I was I was uh, for the first two years, I was actually thinking, oh, should I go back and find a job in finance? Because it wasn't really easy, um, but then I loved what I was doing, and I think because I stayed with the thing that uh, I felt passionate about, sure, uh, it just uh, that's how we ended up where we are. Um, if you do something that you 
truly believe and that you love, I think it makes a huge difference. Exactly. And I, I, I love this sort of way of life. At the moment, the stage that I'm at is trying to spread the word about the the way of eating and how, how it's affected me. Uh, whether it comes off as a project financially, I'm not really bothered at the moment. Um, but any opportunity will just fall, you know, will will we'll just come. And uh, I was speak. I've been speaking to a few people on in the the keto community, low carb, high fat, about setting up some sort of um, keto fest. The guys over in the US. Oh yeah, that's that's something in. There is something like that in the US, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Um, it's the two keto dudes. Um, podcast guys um carl richard and and carrie oh, yes. and, and carrie I brown like uh, who um again i've got her ice cream recipe ready ready in the freezer for me to uh, indulge in later on um we're thinking of doing a uk type one um oh, I've, that would be amazing. Yeah, i have applied for to to get the license because they, they you know obviously they've got a big following over there uh, but they do they have been sort of given advice on pricings and how uh, to get certain speakers and um, what you would expect to sort of um, uh, raise on a Patreon or a, um, that type of um, uh, raising money type of website. So um, watch this space on that one, and um, I may be giving you the call for a for a, a oh, guest I would spot. Love yeah, <laughs> honestly, I, I hope it, uh, this happens in the UK because I still feel that compared to the US. Uh, in the UK, it's still more about um, other diets, the standard yeah. diets or vegan diets, rather yeah. than yeah. low-carb or keto. That's right. Um, and I'm really grateful for, uh, I don't know if, you're, if, you, if you've if you been to the PHC conference last year. No, no. But um, I'll go this year too, hopefully. Okay. Uh, That's in London, isn't it? It's um Yes, yes, yes. It's I... uh it's organized by Sam Felton yeah. and they have amazing speakers, uh just like last year. It was a two day event. Yeah. And it's really amazing because we really need to spread the word in um in the UK. That's right. And especially through the ways they do it, because they try to educate people through the GPs and I think that's that's going to make a huge they, difference. They're using the GPs and they're using real science yeah. as well. And uh, something that came up on, um, I think, another podcast that I read about people um, thinking keto is a is a fad diet, and um, the fact I that, hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think that you know, twenty thousand years of evolution is not really a fad. But if you think about the diet, the the general diet that what you know, um, people who who, who are eating a lot of carbohydrates that's only been around 100 years you know and I know. and then since the 1970s properly as a recommended diet by the the various uh, governments and health health uh, bodies but people are starting to listen now even if you know if if we get one person off a prescription drug you know we've uh, you know we've done our job but um there's people like yourselves who are, you know, really m making a making an impact, and and the fact to to get on a prime time TV show, that you know that, and then people start talking about it, and and people asking me, oh Rob, you're on that keto thing, I think yeah, you know, <laughs> give us a call, I'll give you some hand, you know, hand. I I always say that uh, I I get a bit too enthusiastic and evangelical, so I'm I just wait now for people to ask me and say, you know, I think that's the better approach. Yeah. Uh rather than um when i first started on a you know i lost my first couple of um stone i was saying oh i do this that and the other and uh my, my ego just got the better of me i think but now i i love just if somebody wants some help i either tell them what i do or say go and listen or go and read this go yeah. and read that so but that's fantastic there's so many resources these days that um you don't really have to explain uh, anything um, and I, I think it's always better to just point people to um, where they can find the information because they I think it's it's in the end they they will more likely uh, believe it because yeah. when it's you telling them exactly. even if it's your friends uh, they always kind of um, think 
you know, maybe that's what works for you or... Exactly. And I, I always say it, it works for me, may not work for anybody, but some sort of um, compromise, um, and even if it's just eating real food, you know, yeah, you know, introduce yeah. some, some carbs, but make sure that they're good ones and they're gluten-free and, and things like that. So I would, um, I would certainly fly the flag. And I'm going to wind it up in a little bit, Martina, but I always <laughs> ask, um, I, I've, I've done the recipe bit. I can't ask you anymore, but <laughs> the podcast called Key to Happiness. Um, what, apart from obviously the food and, and the, the career that you've, you've, you've made for yourself, things like that, what makes you happy, Martina? Um, I, I think, um, so the, I think the ITV show was probably the best example <laughs> because when I saw Lorna's face after the 28 days, because she didn't expect to step on the scale and see such a massive weight loss. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was so, uh, amazing. That was really, that's when I realized this is why I do it. This is why yeah. I do what I do because she is getting healthier and she's happy. Yeah. And it it really it really is amazing to see that something you created helped someone else oh, and yeah. uh, changed the way they look at uh, diet or at you know the way they eat and how it affects their life. Yeah, and um, the fact that nothing was really tracked either. They weren't. She wasn't counting calories like the other no. people doing the other other things like that. So. It's like you, you sort of giving people the reins to to own their own um, life, really. And and again, you're right. Seeing somebody <laughs> somebody's face just light up with uh, when she got on that on, on those scales, she couldn't be. It was quite emotional, you know. It, yeah, I I I felt I felt really emotional myself because I felt almost like I know how she felt it was mm -hmm. it was hard to describe but I was so happy for her oh brilliant right I'm going to um, uh, wind up now but what I'm going to do I'm going to I'm going to put all this on um, the blog uh, the the podcast webpage but mm -hmm. if you want to get in touch with um, Martina uh, the keto diet blog is at ketodietapp.com forward slash blog the actual app is at ketodietapp.com. Um, Martina has an Instagram page, which is um, forward slash ketodiet underscore app with two Ps. Uh, Facebook is forward slash uh, facebook.com forward slash ketodietapp. Uh, Pinterest board um, is ketodietapp. And the Twitter is ketodietapp. So very simple. So there's a few people. I have to put UK at, at the end of my key to happiness because somebody somebody's obviously got got it in the states. So, uh, but not for some reason, not using it um, for keto. But uh, that's another story. Um, but <laughs> thank you ever so much for coming on the Keto Happiness podcast, Martina. Um, thank you so much. And the very best for the future. I'm really I'm, I can't wait for this next book. And. Um, I'll send you a copy. Oh, thank you, brilliant. And, <laughs> well, it will take some time. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll do a. We'll have to have a book review um, podcast as well. Um, and uh, best wishes in the future. And hopefully, if the Keto Fest Keto um, Festival comes into fruition, we hope to see you somewhere in North Absolutely. Wales. Absolutely, I'll be there very, very I'll soon. <laughs> And my name's been Rob Saunders and this is the Key to Happiness podcast. We'll see you next time.